time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, ball running break. in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody? And welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. And joining me, as always, is Big Johnny D. What's up, Gorehounds? The Killing Machine himself, Bobby Amon. <laughs> Hello, you fuckers. And timely Ooh. Tyler Robofuck. Yeah. Hang in there, Gorehounds. You may know Tyler Robofuck as the man whose life story inspired Brokeback Mountain. I thought it was Joe Dirt. Well, close enough. Oh, that was Joe Dirt sequel. 2, actually. <laughs> the Hulu exclusive speech. We're saying it wrong. Crackle, I should say. Dirte. You know what? Hey, don't and class I'm it up, say- buddy. Do not only- class it up. I'm only saying this right now just because he dropped in here for a little scoop of Steve. But Tyler has definitely beat Scuba Steve's time for last week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Because we were bitching about Tyler man late, lot. but Tyler made it pre the start of the episode. <laughs> love well, you, Scoob. Love you, Scoob. Yes, we love so, you. So, as the start of every show, it's time for your slice of life. Big Johnny D, what'd you do? What did I do, sir? Well, I started... Not, I shouldn't say started. I already have Halloween decorations up, but I started my big dad. Yeah, I started my big project for this year. And uh, so I started building a tent. Everybody's seen the Home Depot 12 foot skeletons. We all fucking want them. Yes. But yes, we do. I also don't really want to drop. I, I do want to drop $300 on it. Actually, it? I, I want to drop 600 on two. I'm not going to lie. Yo, I'll, I'll go halfsies. <laughs> Bro, I got a full ranch house. So a 12-foot skeleton to a ranch house is just going to be fucking ginormous. Oh, that would be so, sweet. But it's ours already sold out. Oh. So I was like, well, fuck it, dude. I'll just make my own, quote unquote. So I made fucking a PVC one, as you guys have seen, because I've just been excited and sharing it everywhere. <laughs> but... Yeah, man, just fucking, uh, and it's way cheaper, like a third of the cost. Um, Just throwing that out there, but you got to do your own decorating. But think about it, dude. He's a basic skeleton, so every year I could have a different monster. And as I was making him, Bobby, hopefully you'll enjoy this one. Uh, Me and my buddy, we were making the shepherd's hook, and we instantly looked at it, and we were just like, yo, man, should I make this, like, seasonal? Like, I can have different characters. And we were instantly like, (gasps) oh! Krampus, yeah, I might have a giant ten foot fucking Krampus. Either you better do it or B, we are no longer friends. Well, oh, that's a challenge. I mean, listen, I want to do it. My only issue right now, or I should say, bump in the road, is I want. You know how I am. I want to try to make the legs correct, and trying to make that goat type of leg goat leg is and have it be stable with the frame is very hard but i will try my damnedest to figure out how to do it um, oh, big problem <laughs> so but no dude i could have a giant saint patrick i could fucking do i'm gonna do something on halloween again for valentine's day because fuck valentine's day uh <laughs> you know what i mean dude fuck yeah, it buddy. independence day i could have a giant fucking uncle sam it'll be fucking dope fuck yeah scary uncle sam Ooh, the horror Uncle Sam? That would be yes, sweet. The zombie that Uncle be... Sam. Nice, nice. But other than that, man, I've been enjoying myself. I watched this uh delicious movie, and I will mm. say delicious. Mm. It was wet. It was wet. That was very wet. Yeah. It was, Moist. Was very, 
It's oh. a moist film. Um, right <laughs> one, Johnny. So I actually watched uh, it once and a half. I wouldn't say twice, but I didn't get. So I watched once it on and Shutter. a half. <laughs> I started on Shutter. Got pissed off because as much as I love Shutter, oh, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not even going into that. That's for later. I believe it's also on the new Arrow uh, app. It's also on Amazon, and it's on a few other things. But that's a different section. Uh, other than that, man, just enjoy myself. Been loving spooky season. That's here. Unfortunately, man, you go to any other store besides the Halloween store, you there all Halloween shit's gone, dude. It's gone. <laughs> like there's not coming any in. It's like I fuck. go there. Please. Although Party City said they still haven't gotten in half of their stock, which doesn't make any sense. I'm like, it's fucking October. How do you it's not COVID any- October, bro. It's not a normal October. Listen, man, when every other retail outfit is already set up for Christmas oh, for October man. 1st. Yeah. Sorry, Tyler. Oh. I know that fucking hurts us all a little bit inside when I say that. It does. Um, <laughs> but no, man, it's Party City's got some deals going on, too, boys. I will say that. And listeners, Gorehounds. Uh, but, you know, get your spooky shit out. Tyler. How the fuck have you been, brother? We haven't seen you in a minute. We haven't. Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Work, come home, work some more. I got my porch all enclosed, so now I'm going to have another bonus room on the house. Got everything closed up uh, last Nice. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Got to put some windows and the door in and put some siding on, and I'm fucking good to go. And then watching this movie, it just reminded me of a feeling I had when I was a kid, and your mom gave you one cookie and said you can only have one cookie, but you know there's For some reason, I thought that was going to go a different direction with your mom, but whatever. Keep going. Oh, Christ. Bro. Bro. I fucking... I, I she got stuck under the table, didn't she? Last night. No, it was the... It was the, uh, it was the dryer. <laughs> anyway. Wait, no, no, no. It was under the bunk bed that you had in your house that you didn't know existed. <laughs> What the fuck, Bobby? What the hell? Tyler, welcome to the show, man. Yeah. Welcome, back. welcome back, motherfuckers. Welcome back. This is how we bring back this is how we bring back our most beloved people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we start making uh, Red Red windows real quick, and next thing you know, we're all on a list. Oh, we haven't seen Tyler's beautiful face since the hundredth episode, man. So you know. No, we haven't. Yeah, it has been a minute. So what else have you been up to, bud? You got some new I heard recently he got into the art of rip starting. Uh, for those of you who don't know, rip starting is it's whenever you start to masturbate and you pack your asshole full of anal beads, and right as you come, you pull your anal beads out real quick. It's called rip starting. Uh, the good old lawnmower, huh? You gotta watch how you <laughs> right. You might hit the cat. <laughs> good old pole start. Just, he messaged me the other morning. He's like, "Man, I just rip started and I feel great." And I, and I was like, what's that? And he explained it to me. And I was just blown away. Literally. I mean, <laughs> that's probably the best, cleanest way to start the morning, you know? Like, you're <laughs> feeling fresh as a motherfucker at that point. You're out. Yeah, yeah you're out. You're out both ends. You're good to go. And just just pour some coffee on there first, and it really gets you going for the day. Nice. <laughs> good, old, good old rip start. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> Bobby, how is your week? <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Not only for drinking. You son of a bitch. 
<laughs> Diuretics, you and your much. Uh, well, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Bobby, what were you rip starting this weekend, buddy? Uh, well, I wasn't. I wasn't rip starting anything. That's a new uh, phrase, dude. That just might be a new Dormore T-shirt right there. <laughs> Damn right it is. So uh, Saturday was a chill day. Uh, I was with my girlfriend, and, and we went with her sisters and a few of their friends out for. <gasps> Oh no! You fucking lost Bobby. Bobby refresh. We lost your video feed, bro. During his slice too. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> that was terrible timing. So, uh, so, so anyways, so to, uh, who's trying rip starting first on the show, huh? Ooh, ooh. That's that, or is that Patreon content? You know what? I want to know what it's called down under, Brody. Let me know, bud. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call him. Right. That's true. Oh, that's right. I'll get his answer right from him. So I want to uh, shout out to our uh, live streaming out, host right now. Uh, they actually did everything that I asked and gave me proper buttons to make Bobby show up properly now. So uh, thank you guys for making ah. large buttons. There it is. So we're back with the show. So you Ooh. were talking about uh, your weekend or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was out with uh, my girlfriend for her birthday and a few others as well. We were celebrating and Sunday was football, chilling, going to apple cider places and such. Really chill weekend. Um, this week, finally, now after a while, I have cosplay stuff coming in, <clears throat> and I'll be able to now finally, hopefully, finish the Jason that I started six months ago. Hot damn! Would have been done by now. Yeah, but isn't that the show. one you technically like restarted? Yes. Yeah. So, but I can finally get it to the point where I like it. <laughs> mm. So that's all being worked on, and. Touching on what John said before with uh, the Christmas stuff. I had to go to the store today. I walked into the store. Let it out, Bobby. I see one blow-up tree for fucking Halloween. Looks wonderful. (laughs) What's to the left of it? Christmas shit. And as I'm walking down the hallway... All I see is a Santa about four foot tall. looks, Looks at me, starts singing... Merry Christmas. I'm like, you motherfucker. You're lucky you're not a human right now. I'd throw you down the goddamn escalator. It was pissing me off to no end. Oh, my God. It's terrible. It's fucking terrible. Why the fuck didn't you just punt it? Come on. Then you wouldn't have you know, gone to jail. I was not paying $300 for that piece of shit. Ooh. Ooh. Ouch. That $300 would have been taken away from me, and I couldn't get a fucking skeleton. <laughs> right? Wouldn't it have felt good to dropkick Santa, though? Yo, you could have a... Yeah, but you then have I'd a singing Santa, list, which you can have a singing Santa or a twelve foot skeleton, dude. Twelve foot skeleton. Twelve foot skeleton all day. And, and if I did that, I'd be on the naughty list. Although it's not really as bad as I think about it, so it doesn't really. Ooh, you're, you're always on my uh, naughty list, Amone. Yeah. Oh my god, calm down, TJ. Easy. Easy. <laughs> so horror, and as everybody should know, I don't have to decorate for Halloween. <laughs> Right, it's fucking Halloween you know, year round here, as we all know. But we do have to get some stuff out of the house and or out for the house and shit. So, and I still right. have to go to a spirit Halloween and spend more money eventually. So, I can. How many that. times have you been so far? I haven't been yet. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> There has been times in the past. This is where we need where, the soundboard for the you suck, you jackass well, sound like. But here's here's the thing. <laughs> when I go to a spirit Halloween Sad last year, a week in a row, every day, I went to two different stores everywhere I could go after work. I, I mean, listen, dude, I give you credit that you haven't gone yet because that would drive me nuts that I 
<laughs> if I had. I mean, it is driving me nuts, but the problem is I know I'm going to go there and be like, what can I buy that I don't really need, but I really And you know what? That. You're not going to leave with anything the first time. That's a lie. Maybe maybe you will. I don't know. It, gets, it depends. It I always end right? up with a mask going out, and I'm like, I'm not wearing this this year, but I will eventually. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to lie. I was definitely peeping that Beetlejuice sign, but... Mm. Yeah, you've seen that shit, dude? I love I it, man. The light-up one? It's yes, awesome. It did look pretty fucking cool. It's 50 bones, though, and I'm like, hmm. That's easy justified. Yeah. What's that? That's easy justified for a Beetlejuice piece, baby. I mean, I you could use the 20 percent or coupon right on it right I away. I don't, but... I don't know if that's justifiable, to be honest with you. I was kind of hoping for maybe like the 30% day or maybe I do even 50, love Beetlejuice. But... Don't get me wrong, but... Oh, bro, I'm all about the juice. But, but uh, <laughs> and not so, OJ. Yeah, that's my slice, TJ Boss. Okay, it? guys. As I say every week, I did podcasts here, podcasts there, podcasts everywhere. Luckily, uh, wasn't too busy this week, but did manage to maintain my daily upload schedule. So if you head on over to ProjectLouder.net, I have maintained a steady stream of new content. And if I didn't upload a day because my internet was down and i made it up to you tenfold by uploading three new pieces today including this live stream i did do a project louder studio tour october 2020 uploaded that on the project louder youtube you can go and find that now just posted it up on facebook as well so go give that a watch fucked around with some camera angles here as you can tell things are a little bit different and then i uh, fucked with the lighting a little bit more trying to get a little whole new vibe going on in here trying to up the quality once again because that's the project louder guarantee baby you know how it is and then i got a couple shout outs for you guys over the week here so fucking hell uh, <laughs> okay so, first shout out to Connor Hart, the Yowie of Kalgoorlie. Please remember to put on deodorant, you dog cunt. Shout out to Seth <laughs> Gilly. Thank you, and I appreciate you. Shout out to our very lovely Tisa Wicked, just to let you know that I'm thinking of you and to stay strong. Shout out to my friend Frankie Clayton. You rock, dude. You are part of the horror community and part of it what makes it great. So, Tyler Robuck, thank you for joining us, and let's start our review. Of 1990s, Bride of Reanimator by the great Brian Usna, directed by Brian Usna, who also did my favorite Return of the Living Dead film, Return of the Living Dead 3 and Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. Four. That was the which one, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, Four is the initiation. It's like with the cult witches, right? Or something like that? Yes, sir. All righty. I am getting a slight echo, so for anyone uh, would be the uh, culprit of that, please uh, fix that. Please. Is that yeah. me? Is it me? Maybe, baby. So, written by Woody Keith and Rick Fry, produced by Brian Yuzda, starring Jeffrey Combs, still here in the echo. That's on you. Uh, mm. Jeffrey Combs is from Beyond and Cellar Dweller. And then this one, he's as Herbert West. Uh, Bruce Abbott from The Last Starfighter and Bad Dreams. Uh, whoever did that fix it. He plays Dr. Dan Kane again. Claude Earl Jones as Lieutenant Leslie Chapman, Fabiana Undeno as Francesca Danelli, David Gale as Dr. Carl Hill, Kathleen Camont as Gloria the Bride, Mel Stewart as Dr. Wilbur Graves, know him from Dead Heat, Irene Forrest as Nurse Shelley. She's from THX 1130. That is George Lucas's first film. Michael Strasser as Ernest. Uh, he's from Big Man on Campus. Mary Sheldon as Meg Halsey, and Friday as Angel uh Fabiana also is Austin Powers one. Ooh, 
Yes, she yes. is. A lot of, a lot of vagina. <laughs> Music by Richard Band. He also did the Puppet Master series, Troll and From Beyond. Uh, awesome. Cinematography by Dean Cundy. Just kidding, Rick Fitcher. Yeah, we were. Uh, I, I was actually about to say, like, wait a minute. That's a Chad joke, by the way. He put that in the notes. Edited by Peter Tester, who also did Phantasm 2, Puppet Master 2, and Little Rascals. Mm, distributed by 50th Straight Films. Released February 22th. 22th. Uh, 1991 at the time of 96 midgets uh there's a capital i budget 2.5 million growth none uh who's gonna say it robo fuck timely tyler no we got to do the trailer first roll that beautiful bean footage i was was like wait this is like a cool one too bride of reanimator Step into the oh. lab of the brother oh, of West. What are you doing back here? We will create new life. He knows that everybody has a good part. This is the key to creating life. Reanimated parts. And now he's taking the best part <laughs> of everybody. To create the perfect woman. There is my creation. We created a life. Reanimator stars Jeffrey Combs, Bruce Abbott, and David Gale return for the terror. West took my body, but he cannot take my mind. Kathleen Kinmont of Halloween 4 co-stars. Are we having fun? Wow, way to give all the cool shots of the movie. <laughs> the <Yeah, that's> <laughs> Basically the whole thing. It's like everything. I mean, all right, not that the, I mean, the plot is important in this. Not to know anything. No, 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 wait, no, no. Just, wait, wait, no, no. Just, hold on, wait, wait. I'm not. No, no. It's important to the first movie. But what I'm trying yes. to say is that trailer, like, you could literally just watch that trailer three times. You basically have the movie. Think about Pretty it. Pretty much. A few other key little scenes. A little bit. You missed some of the best lines, though. That they should have put in. Like, we don't want a premature well, reanimation. Like I don't want a premature ejaculation. You know <laughs> that one. And uh, I believe don't let the don't let the little head rule the big head, Dan. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that is a life. Hey, that's not even a funny line. That's rundown. just a life lesson, there, fellas. All right, <laughs> who's doing it? Got to live by that shit. Why don't we have Robofuck do it? Yeah. What plot rundown? Have you do the plot rundown, baby? Gmail, Come on, baby. If you don't have it, I do have it right here. I was going to say I don't have one. You don't have the notes? All right. I got it. Send me the notes. But you should send them to behind the scenes while I'm rolling this bad boy out. So, eight short months after the atrocious massacre at Miss... I'm going to fuck this up. Miskatonic. (laughs) Miskatonic. I think you got it right. University in the obsessed genius Dr. Herbert West and his once reluctant associate... Dr. Dean Kane and his fabulous fucking hair still find themselves trying to crack the unfathomable secrets of death. When the new appalling ideas and yet another daring plan to give life to the perfect specimen, the visionary West experiments with human limbs in Dan's secret basement laboratory. Dan's second secret basement laboratory now. <laughs> yeah. Hellbent on reana- reanimating mixin- a mix and match woman, the bride. Now as the young alchemist arch nemesis, the disembodied Dr. Hill, still thirst for revenge, an army of hideous living dead creatures threatens to terminate not only 
the doctor's audacious project, but also their lives. Is Dr. West's miraculous green reagent worth dying for? Dun, dun, dun. Gentlemen, discussions. This is this is just this is a fun movie. That's it. There, you really can't go into this going. I want to see the plot. I want to see the story. Yeah, okay, you get it. Three seconds in that they haven't stopped for shit. Um, I feel like this one was trying to be more deliberately funnier than the first one. Where the first one wasn't like some of it was meant to be funny, but it wasn't like just intentionally meant to be funny. You know what I mean? Right. This one definitely it laid more on the comedy in a lot of scenes. But dude, the gore and just the shit in this movie alone totally makes up for the other lacking. I I have a hot take. I have a hot take. I think that this film's Bring actually better than the first one. I think that by the really? time they got to this film, that it was better refined comedy-wise, writing-wise, gore-wise, all around that this is a better film. Let's compare like this to uh, Evil Dead to Evil Dead 2, that this film kind of upped everything that, that the first film did, especially scope-wise with this film. And I love the fact that they kind of took homage to uh, Frankenstein on this. And oh, the dude. Thing. Oh, yeah. That was and then, uh, great. Another one of the great aspects is uh, Herbert and randomly getting bored while his partner's upstairs fucking people so he makes random things and then throws them in like the cemeteries and then shuts the fucking door so like he just keeps building them up every time he just gets bored and makes things and by the end he just kind of does the night of the living dead thing where they put themselves in the basement and then they come from all sides and then they're stuck so it's 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 cool because by the end we see all all that he creates come and ultimately Dude, get him some of those tell, tell me that ending wasn't almost as crazy like just the amount of shit you got at once that was just like what we mentioned a couple weeks ago or a it's week awesome. ago the wish it is it's the wishmaster finale. intro Oh yeah, it's the Wishmaster intro, dude. It's yeah. just over the top, balls of the wall, and that's an intro. This is the outro. Well, yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, but you got to go out the proper on way. You start this right. movie in Vietnam and you end it with such a big climax. Wait, was it Vietnam? Everything that just no, built up over the Vietnam, last ninety six no. minutes just fucking collapsing it in Peru. on itself. It was Peru, right? Yeah, was was it was Peru. I thought it was Vietnam. No. Way too way too late to be a yeah. This was the Peru Civil War or something. I I believe. Yeah. Um. I, dude, I love the homage to the universe, old uh, classic Universal movies. Like that shit was great. You even had your classic thunderstorm and shit like that. You know who uh, Herbert West? I mean, you might know, you might not. In Bride of Frankenstein, the doctor who works with Doctor Frankenstein. Maybe you guys might the guy who had the really wicked looking hair in that movie. Like if you go in, back and watch it, you know exactly who I'm talking about. In Young Frankenstein? No, no, no. The Bride oh. of Frankenstein. Oh, I'm thinking Young Frankenstein. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like- so like, <laughs> I th- I look at Herbert's face. That face comes to to light because they literally kind of look similar in some very weird ways. Right. Doctor Pretorius. Yes, him. Because he was the more sadistic of the two, so like Doctor Frankenstein is is Kane in this one, and then Doctor Pretorius is Herbert West, right? So like they they tie, so they definitely like you said really tied it in there. I just look. I can I just say though I love the character Dan in this movie too because Dan is not learned from the first movie. Yeah, like he just he's such an easy pushover for fucking West, and it's great. 
He's like, yeah. I don't want to do that. And he's like, hey, but look at this. I have that's, your old bitch's heart. And he's like, exactly. let's do this. So, yeah, this is literally Bride of Frankenstein 50 years later. Right. Way over the top outrageous. But with so not cool. with it's Yeah, just uh, the change up in science, essentially. We, yeah. we went from 40, or 20s to 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good addition to the Lovecraft universe. Yes, it is. I would feel this one's a little almost less Lovecraftian. Just it takes it's place going... in Arkham. That that's that's enough for me. That's fine. I uh all the monsters yeah, if... is just say Lovecraft to me. What that's what it. about the creeper cop, by the way, just fucking chilling in the house and everything? Yeah, <laughs> I have it in my notes yeah. that he definitely does not follow any sort of police procedure. No, not by any I like yeah. when the, the the doctor questions his name, Leslie. And he goes, I'd love for us to watch a movie for once where the police actually do their job properly. Uh, we'll I don't think it. there is one. <laughs> no, there isn't. At uh, Maniac Cop. Maniac Cop? I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or the remake of Halloween. They actually go into the house. Michael just kills them. So, okay. Mm. Somewhat. <laughs> but yeah. Dude, yeah. this guy. I don't, it was a good movie, man. Like, it was. Yeah, it's a fun movie to watch. It's. I'm. And once again, I've never even watched the third one, but watching these two and I've heard things about the third one, but I still definitely want to check it out. Yeah, same here, man. I never watched the third one. I've watched this one before. I love this film. Love the first one. I haven't seen the third one. I, I saw that it takes place 13 years afterwards. He's in jail. Dude, it, it was made in what? 2002, 2003, yeah, I think. I there was even a third one. Like I, I, I didn't know anything about it either. It's called Be- it last night. Beyond yeah, Animator. Yeah. Beyond the oh, Animator. Actually, never mind. I saw. I do remember reading about it, but I, I. It was all made in like Brazil or something like that, or like Spain. 2003, Spain. Spain. Yep. Yes, sir. So like That's Herbert West is the only like really returning person in that one, but that I know of. But yeah. Uh, Jason Barry. Who the fuck is that? Um, no idea. I'm sure. It, I think he's. I think he's the new Dan. Or whatever in that one. I'm willing to bet that's got to be good on some weird level. But Will they? Gotta watch. Yeah. Doctor Howard Phillips. Yo, if we go into the year of the threequel, I, I you know I'm. Oh, not... Brian Usman directed and produced this one. It can't be bad at all. Right, and he yeah. So this is true. Just because it's in Spain, it was probably because it was cheaper there to film. Be- because it was in Spain, that's why it never got a theatrical release here. So it went right to video so it was like released on sci-fi channels so everybody just instantly pooped on it anyways ah i see but i Uh, heard it i heard it's really i heard it's actually the goriest out of all three and we'll watch it uh next year right fuck yeah Uh, year three but no this one was fun yeah it was just an all-around fun movie Mm-hmm. You didn't get the cat scene, but I feel like they gave you a couple of replicas of the oh, cat scene. Oh, they definitely gave you things that were just as quotable. Right. So oh, you got yes. the bat, you got the you got the weird cat dog foot hand thing. The whole got- uh, the whole god dialogue. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, that was a good monologue, man. That was, that was like really a two minute, cool. three minute monologue. <laughs> Holy shit. I think Herbert really shines in this movie more than anyone. I think that his character has the oh. most development, and I think you really start seeing the way that the same way that Bruce Campbell starts becoming Ash in the second Evil Dead film, you see yeah. Herbert West and his uh, actor really become the character. What's his name? Jeffrey Combs Jeffrey really Combs, become yeah. Herbert. 
in this film. And I think that, the, like you said, the comedy's on point. The acting's on point. He plays an insane guy. Perfect. And one of the scenes that I just found myself laughing so hysterically at is whenever he's standing there staring at the foot and tickling the foot and then yes. he gets this crazy idea to merge them <laughs> and then immediately the foot kicks him in the face and then starts choking him and he throws him in just, the trash dude yeah, oh, fuck. I oh, just God. lose it so that fucking hard so See, I, I think I laughed the hardest at the bat dude when the bat came alive yeah. and then fucking started you didn't attacking. laugh at the uh, you didn't no, laugh I, at like the, the bro handshake from the dog Oh, dude oh I'm not, I didn't laugh at the whole fucking thing I'm just saying I think the the bat, like, just that shit reminded me of the cat one, and like in particular. Yeah. And then it just ended crazy with him cutting the fucking wings off like a child psychopath, dude. Like, yeah. holy shit! <laughs> yeah. But did it? But boy, did that come back into play? <laughs> Who would have fucking to thought? That, to say that came back into play is probably the biggest thing <laughs> in the whole fucking movie, really. Right? Like, come on. Like, pay attention to that scene. That was pretty epic. But no, man, this the the slap. There's more like foreshadowing how, in this film than anything, dude. It's nuts, right? And I actually like how he's kind of uh, almost jealous, not of Dan per se, but like of the women that's hanging out with Dan. But I don't think he really cares because by the end he's making his own woman, and he's so happy. He's like, she's better than her. I made you see. Yeah. I didn't know. I feel like he was like, look, you like her, but look, she's better. I mean, Correct. I, you, I mean, I always go for the dark hair, but maybe oh change, maybe change Kathleen's hair to a little darker. I, know. I mean, he I was mean, Dan now, was though. Dan was sold a few different times, and then he like shook out of it because they were like, "Hey, there's live pussy over here." Fuck it, I'm <laughs> calling Steve. He got all he got all shook up. I'm all shook up. I don't want you. <laughs> right. No she made him some Italian sauce, and it must have been Bobby's recipe, dude, because by like that, they were in the sack, dude. Like, what can I say? DJ motherfucking Bowser. Goosey, what's up, brother? Oh, you know, I'm about to go uh, get my workout on because, you know, getting a little fluffy due to COVID. Pump up the eye. Oh, what happened, brother? Who hey, am I kidding? Can I you guys hear him okay? You can hear him. Hold on. I got to unplug the, the cord real quick. Julie, do the thing. Do the thing. <laughs> oh, not all sexy. There, Steve. I am here. Okay. So, thoughts on Bride of Reanimator? Uh, it's 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 one of those uh, goofy flicks, like Evil Dead Two. You know, yeah. where it's it's not scary. It's gory as fuck, and it, it's not. It, it's one that I haven't seen in a really long time, but. It uh, it, it's a it's a good watch. You know what I mean, especially if you if you like the first Reanimator, which I liked the first one. This one was kind of cool too. Um, but like I said, it, it, it's it kind of takes that same place like Evil Dead Two, where it's gory and it's kind of cheesy, but it's it's a film I love. Mm-hmm. So, but I like it. I like it a lot. What would you score it? Uh, I give it a three. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, you know, it's it's not it's not an amazing flick, but it's not a horrible flick, you know. Okay. So, I, I give it I give it a three out of five. Awesome. Well, thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Okay. Till next week, brother. See you later. Later, Steve. Steve is joining us next week, right? Um. 
Yeah. Yes. So my dongle went out, and I can only hear him on my left headphone. You guys aren't experiencing that. You guys can hear him in stereo. Yeah. Yeah, I heard him stereo. Okay, thank God. As long as it's happening on my end, I don't give a fuck. This fucking Apple dongle went out. Uh, I need to go get a different one. I like the word dongle. So, Hey, what's going on, Brody Kane, my doppelganger, king of banger from down under. What's up, you dog cunt? Not much, you rip-starting mother liquor. <laughs> what the fuck is happening, crew? Uh, oh, he fucking So, thoughts, feelings on Bride of Reanimator. Well, you know what? I love that Kane and Wes, you, like, they try and use already reanimated parts to try and assemble new life. Yep. Um, and and by doing this, like it creates like these events that lead into more gore mm-hmm. and creative creatures than the original. I, I really enjoy that. But the overall t- tone of the film, like it feels like a dark, like universal monster film, like hence the title of the film. And oh, I fucking love that. I love what they've done with the premise of that, turned it into their own movie. Um, the Gloria tissue rejection scene and the mutant attack, fucking yes. best scene of the film. Yeah. But I have one question for Johnny D, and that is, how in the fuck did Dr. Hill's head manage to survive being squished and thrown against the motherfucking wall from the first film? Ooh. Mm. Ooh, that is a... That is a good question. And he'll answer that after your call. Let him stew on it. Let him think about it. Uh, So what would you uh, score this mother liquor? 3.5. 3.5. Nice. That's a solid score. That is the rich part score. Just like Steve said, it's a great film. It's a bit of both, but I'd, I'd probably give it a yeah high praise. Um, yeah. Kind of like mate. the dentist? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, heard the, I heard the sequel's even better, isn't it? I wouldn't oh. be able to tell you. That got taken off the list real quick. Well, uh, uh, I can I can safely tell you that it's not. Uh, Bobby says it's not good, so. Uh. Uh, Bobby. Yeah, right, eh? Well, Brody, yeah, thanks for um, calling. Uh, well, thanks for answering our call this week. Appreciate it. No, no, no. Uh, and Tyler, lie off the rip starters, mate. I heard they can give you anal cancer, so. <laughs> oh, I'll make sure. Well, well no, wait a minute. Wait, 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 now, wait a minute. Couldn't okay, cure? talk to you next week, next week, Brody. See you, man. Wait, now, wait a minute. Couldn't it cure the cancer if you just rip it right out? <laughs> oh, I'm shouting no cats in the house. Fuck, I already killed one. Oh, cats, he says. See, don't say cats, because when you say cats, I think of that episode of South Park where they have the pee on them and they start cheesing. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> oh, I got a cheese. <laughs> Fucking Kenny with the heavy metal. Jeez, oh man. I'm gonna get it in my papaya. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where are we at, guys? Where uh, are we at? I think uh, question, I think. No, we're behind the scenes, buddy. Yeah, oh, so oh, like a predecessor, it is loosely based on the serialized story Herbert West Reanimator by H.P. Lovecraft. As I mentioned earlier, the plot of Bride of Reanimator roughly follows episodes five, The Horror from the Shadows, and episode six, 
The Tomb Legions of the Lovecraft story follows Dr. Herbert West and Dan Kane as they attempt to create a living woman from dead tissue. It was followed by a sequel, like we uh, mentioned earlier, Beyond Reanimator, released in 2003. The liquid used for the reagent, as in the first film, was taken from glow sticks. Yeah. One of the original plot for the film involved Dan Kane being recruited to Washington, D.C. to bring the deceased president of the United States back to life with the help of Herbert West. This was later carried over to Unmade House of Reanimator. Hmm. Ooh. Interesting. Hmm. At one point, Dr. West suggests that noise coming from his laboratory's walls are just probably rats in the wall. This is a reference to one of H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft's better known stories, Rats in the Wall. Ooh. Nice title. Actress Barbara Crampton... Who started in the first reanimator film did not return for Bride Reanimator. A 91 mm. issue of Fangoria reported that Crampton declined to reprise her role due to a soap opera obligation. In 2011 interview, Crampton said that her agent convinced her not to make a cameo appearance in Bride Reanimator as he felt it was beneath her to have such a minor role. And then Jeffrey Combs was initially going to reprise his role as Herbert West due to a scheduling conflict as he already booked it to be in Italy in the filming of The Pit and the Pendulum. However, May 25th, 1989, the production of The Pit and the Pendulum was pushed back, and Combs was immediately cast to return as West. <sighs> Thank God. Yeah. No other person would have been able to play that role. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, Brian Usna considered Patricia Tallman for the role of Bride, but on May 28th, 1989, he selected Kinmon to play the part. And uh-huh. God, she did. She really she let that come through. Yo, I want to see that cosplay, dude. Oh, that'd be yeah. sick as fuck. That's Obviously, it would have to be a little bit more censored, but no, no, what's wrong with you? Even Robo fuck says it. <laughs> Listen, I'm not hey. saying it should be. I'm just saying it's probably gonna be if you actually saw it at a car. <laughs> Here's a uh, solid uh, couple. Uh, We've got behind boy. the scenes thing. So Tony Dublin of Dublin Effects. Created dupe Dublin, yeah, that's how it is. Special effects for the eye finger creature, which involved the use of rod puppet and stop motion puppet <laughs> with a stunt hand. Dublin also created the puppet used to portray Francesca's dog Angel after West reanimates its corpse and attaches a human arm to it. When not depicted with a puppet, Angel was played by dog actor Friday, who was cast as demonstrating that she could walk with a prosthetic arm. West failed test subjects were designed by Japanese artist Screaming Mad George. That yeah. guy is nuts. If you ever talk to Mick about working with that guy, it is the funniest fucking stories in the world. Speaking of which, well, quick little side note, he actually also returns for Beyond Reanimator, so you get his effects again. Yes. Sweet. While the effects of Dr. Hill's head were created by Mike Deke and Wayne Toth of John Carl Beekler's Magical Media Industries. The special effects for Bribe were created by KMB Effects Group, including Ooh. Robert Kurtzman, Howard Berger, and Greg Nicotero, who co-founded KMB Effects with Kurtzman and Berger, was working on the special effects for another film at the time, Halloween 5, The Revenge of oh. Michael Myers, during the pre-production of Bride of Reanimator. However, Nicotero joined the Bride of Reanimator crew in June 1989 and oversaw the effects during the filming of the sequence in which Kane and West are shown walking. No, sorry, working as wartime medics in a field hospital. Work it, girl. You want us to take over, boss? You want to keep going? I think that those are all the relevant things that need to be said. Yeah, all right. right. People don't give a fuck about open mat stuff. That's a rabbit hole stuff. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. boom. All righty. 
So, douche. Uh, no questions, John. Do you have any questions? Oh, for do I have any <laughs> questions? Is there any way to turn down the exposure from your light because you're brighter than a star, baby girl? Oh, yes. Like Hold on. Where you can have all the questions in the world, but it's like, I don't know if there's going to be a How's that? Too dark now? Even better. You look great. Oh, my God. All Let right. me kiss your handsome face. Let's Ooh. get this on. So, is this movie supposed to be an underlying story of no matter if you find the perfect woman, we're always going to go for the next piece that comes along. Fuck no! Oh, oh. <laughs> I knew that get brought up. Oh, I'm just saying, bitch. dude, they took the time to make the perfect woman. Dan was all about it. He's like, yeah, no, I'm going to go with this one over here. She knows how well, to make Italian cooking. Well, like, did you kind of hear on how, he, how uh, uh, Herbert was kind of explaining when he was going over the body? Would yeah. Legs... Uh, yeah, legs of a hooker. Yep, but, legs of a hooker. Dancer's womb of a virgin. Yeah, waitress's uh, arm, lawyer's hand. Yep, like, sounds like a good time, <laughs> right? Yeah. He was making a perfect fuck. You know, made the perfect woman, and exactly. He still was like, nah. I spent all this time, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I don't know about you, but yeah, perfect woman. But I got to tell you something. That's going to be a bloody good time that you're not getting no stains out of those sheets. No. <laughs> but I mean, you know, if you talk to any of the cast of Hellraiser or at least Hellraiser 2, even, I should say, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bloody good times. Um, <laughs> let's see. So any idea of how Herbert West survived the incident in the first one? To or or how he survives this one, or how he survives this one for that matter. While you were doing the behind the scenes, I just went and kind of looked up Beyond Reanimator a little bit and says, "Yes, now in prison." And I'm like, "How the fuck?" You know why he's arrested? Because one of these experiments kills somebody, not because of what he done. Yep, yep, exactly. They show it in the first two minutes in the sequel. Yes, they do. Nice. If you want to watch a better Brian Usna film, go watch Return of the Living Dead three. I love that film. <laughs> yes. So, have you guys? Quick side note: Have you guys seen the movie From Beyond? I watched it the other day. It's crazy. I, I actually I was, so I was it, hoping it, that I'd watch it and not get mixed up with this. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say because I know it has the same vibe. It's still a different. Well, it's, it's another H.P. Love, Lovecraft thing, yeah. right? And it actually has uh, Jeffrey Combs, Jeffrey Combs, and um, the girl too, right? I want to say um, I, I, the girl who played uh, Megan or whatever. I think she. I think she's in it too. Probably there was like a couple recurring actors, so there's a lot of times people think it's like supposed to be part of the series, but it's it's honestly not. It's its own thing. Yeah. Okay. But I know I've never personally seen it, but watching these movies, I want to. Yeah. Now, TJ, you yeah. said you watched it the other day. Is it? I watched a little stuff? bit of it. Yeah, Is it's it pretty gory. gory. Uh, okay. It's on Shutter. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Uh, other than that, besides I think like most, most Lovecraft uh, films are uh, bloody and gory and shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, to me, I'm just going to chalk up uh, Herbert West's survival skills up to just, you know what? That's just part of the comedy of the movie. He just happens yeah. to be, he just always happens to slip mm-hmm. away. Like somehow mm-hmm. he just has that great. He, he see type of guy. Yeah. Right. Very sick. Uh, hey, who's the douche of the movie? Because he's awesome. 
Lieutenant. He's a wife beater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. And he didn't follow by the book, man. He's sneaking in their fucking house. Mm-hmm. Doing all. I like how right after uh, Herbert re- uh, reanimates him, he's like, he's a wife beater, Dan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's a wife beater. So what does that mean? He's going to come out swinging? Probably. <laughs> right? <laughs> fucking A, dude. I know, man. It was... Uh, and so pretty much he was the version two of uh, the Dean from the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So. Oh, fuck. So, guys, uh, what format did you watch it on, and what was the quality like? I watched it on Tubi, and the quality was, you know, it was all right. I mean. I watched it on Shudder, which is the 2K restored version, which is the unrated cut. Tubi is actually the unrated, too, because you could see where it flashes from really good quality to a little more grainy in some of the scenes. That would be the uncut so uh, I started watching on Shutter, but I wanted subtitles, so I hopped over to Amazon Prime and started it again <laughs> and watched it over there. But it is the same version as Shutter, so it is okay. And it had yeah. the the random dropouts during gore scenes. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. But uh, did, did have you notice the dropout when he sticks his nub in her mouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes. That's that an awesome story. scene, and I'm happy to have it in there. And I guess only one like one version of that print exists, and they scanned it. So oh, I'm so sure. happy that it exists now because we could have never seen the nub in the mouth. <laughs> what a great little scene, too! It is, is. A, such a wicked little like part movie. Like as fucked up as this movie really is, man. Like the humor definitely helps settle everything. Because like that was even the thing with the first one, man. Because obviously it got super rapey towards the end, <laughs> but it still has that weird like black humor that just kind of fucking, you know. Absolutely, like, big makes job. it all okay. I think <laughs> it makes you just go scale. like this. Like it makes you go like this. This is tolerable. This is good. Listen, man. There had to be if if you were watching this with somebody, there was at least five different times that you turned at that and laughing to see if they were laughing at it too. Like, oh yeah, and if they weren't, I did you that with my wife last night. And I don't know how your wife is, man, but mine looked at me as she was laughing. She's like, this is fucking stupid. I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> it's like, I know this is stupid. I'm like, I'm Could loving you imagine it. This movie would actually be disturbing if it didn't have the humor. So I think the humor is oh, it ha- yeah. balanced to everything. Now, uh, I, I, would, I would like to do a sidebar real quick. Yeah. That, uh, that Herbert's West. God damn it. Got a fucking wedgie. Uh, <laughs> that Herbert's West might be my second favorite well, Herbert West's lab in this film might be my second favorite lab of any horror film ever. First Ooh. one being the the crazy doctor from Day of the Dead. His shit's nuts. Oh. You want to talk about gore? Yeah, uh, yeah so like just, uh, he comes in a close second. His is just small. See, well, I only like the other one guy because the other guy has like lots of fucking bodies to fuck with, right? And there, it is a huge like military bunker with a lab. He just got a little fucking basement. You know? Yeah, but his basement's connected to the crypt, which is fucking yeah. dope. Like but it's yeah. an old. In day to day, it has the old mortuary, so he's gonna right. have when it involves a dead body, where it's the reanimated one. It sits up, and you just see guts and intestines spill yeah. out. Like it's just like. But that can also be attested to Savini's effects in that film compared to K and B's here, and the the level at, at that point. Well, obviously, you know, K&B saved all their effects. Listen, I mean, not saying the movie in itself wasn't good all throughout. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But they saved it, you know, 
definitely the coupe de gras for the bride at the end. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that oh, shit was just and like that whole scene, like because I don't want to get into that until we get a little bit farther down the questions yeah, here. No, but... Yeah, well, okay. Uh, we all can agree that the zombie chick from Return of the Living Dead three is hotter, though, right? Oh, yes. 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 If we're talking, if we're talking necrophilia. If we're talking about re banging reanimated corpses, we're right. definitely going to Return of the Living Dead. Right, you know something? Okay, uh, I'll be back. Uh... <laughs> 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 Gotta go get his uh, zombie nipple dumbbells. Ooh, <laughs> how'd you know I got those? Shout out to Governor Cuomo for your uh, nipple dumbbells. Uh, <laughs> rocket loud, rocket proud. That's right. Onward, so guys, uh, I'm going to change it up for this film only because this film's different. Favorite kill or favorite kill scene? Uh, for favorite kill scene, since we don't really see a lot of on-screen deaths, I want to say like the, the hospital massacre is so fucking gnarly. Like the after effect, yeah, you mean? Yeah, like yeah you where see, they're like, doing the, the panic and, and you just see all the dead people? Yeah, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I'll just agree with you on that because everything else wasn't, I mean, to me, not really a kill. You saw the reanimations later, so I agree with you on that one. So I don't know if this would be considered a kill, maybe maybe more of a death, but I would honestly just say the tissue rejection of the bride. Ooh. Like, I don't know if, I don't know mm. if you'd consider that a kill. I, I was thinking the exact favorite same kill, movie. favorite gore scene. Actually, I mean, yeah, because dude, oh. that whole scene was like reverse. I don't. It was just nasty, dude. Like, I, that, oh. The way her head fucking pulled off and shit. Like, oh, so good. The, the, oh, we're gonna call that tissue rejection. That's tissue yeah, rejection. Yeah, tissue Thank rejection. you. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that one for mine. Okay, fair enough. Right there with Johnny. Sweet. Sounds good. Timely, Tyler. All righty. Best Timely. scene. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the entire third act, the finale. I think oh. it's just absolutely fantastic. How could you not? Yeah. That, like, that, dude, that's everything about it. I, I had, I literally had three best scenes. It was very tough. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites was the death and or reanimation of the cop in the basement. Okay. That was just so, I, I found that like so outrageous. He's chopping his arm off. He's like spewing all this shit. It's just pure chaos. It was awesome. Uh, the third act, like TJ said, with uh, the tissue rejection, all of that, everything. One of my other favorite ones, Tyler brought it up before, and I like it because he really gets a little sadistic, is when he's describing the body of the woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he's just like... You could see him look at his face, and he's just like softly, like this is from this, this is this. Like, that's a psychotic perfectionist at its best. Right. <clears throat> Excuse like, me. He's just like, this is perfect. I found all of this. This is what it is. This is, what, and I'm just like, you need a psychiatrist. But this is working perfectly, you know. But you got those beautiful pan shots, dude, of like all the crazy fucking work and yeah, all the tubes like, and shit working the circulation system and everything, dude. Look fucking awesome. So, so those were my so three favorite scenes. Damn, I, I mean, dude, that whole third act, though, man, of just. The, I know, I know. Quote unquote, unquote zombies God. breaking in, and then you find all the weird rejects behind the fucking wall, like rats. Go, oh. <laughs> yeah, the rats. I like how Brad looks rats. at those things. He's like, "This is absurd," and they're all what? just like, oh, "What?" What did he say when he was first knocking out? He was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Security." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Security uh, from what? <laughs> right. I was thinking it. See, I was thinking it was going to be like a Dawn of the Dead situation. No, it was more foreshadowing. Out, but yeah. <laughs> hmm. I got a question. Seeing Go ahead, Johnny, bud. Johnny brought up, you know, the the reanimation of the lieutenant. He seemed a little bit different than everybody else. I have a question though. After he ripped the dog's leg off, why the hell did he put it in his mouth and run out the door? Because he didn't have his other hand, so he was just trying to get another hand. So what was that paw going to do? He still ain't going to open up a fucking knob. Yeah, but you saw he was trying to open it up with the paw, right? Yeah, exactly. And then he put it in his mouth, then he used his right hand to open the door. He's like, why did you put that in your mouth? Which, that scene, oh my god, dude. See, that scene, comedy. That scene even right there just shows how awesome Herbert West is, because here this girl is, and her fucking dog just got literally ripped apart and thrown against the wall f- in front of her and he's just like oh free dog parts <laughs> he's like wait just wait I, let me i can fix this he doesn't even say that he's just oh, like oh that sucks he just, he just seizes the moment and he's like right. oh great more more uh more shit no, to like work right. on fresh dead body not too exactly. much tissue damage we're pretty good <laughs> And the fact that this motherfucker came up with a drug to kill people to make it look like a heart attack, too. Yes. Just so he yeah. could do this shit. Like, that's, that's even great. Yeah. All right. Even Dan said, yeah, that's great if you want to murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look like murder if it's a heart attack, right, baby? Exactly. Oh, man. Opening oh, scene, boys. Party. Did you like the Peru uh, yes, blood? Absolutely. And it was Yes. It was interesting because I had no idea where this movie was going with that intro. So, yeah. You know what? Just I, like, I, all right, we're in the fucking jungle now, baby. Honestly, know what I actually. We're the jungle, baby! I know it was bright reanimated when I thought, but like when I saw that opening scene, I was like, yo, is this going to be like some zombie army guys we're going to see now? Right. Too? Well, like, oh, shit. It totally takes you like, what, 10 minutes to get to the fucking title card. Yeah, it yeah. does. Uh, <laughs> hey. You can't complain when Friday the 13th, 2009 exists. Listen, if they just gave me that, I like the 09, but if you just gave me that first 30 minutes before the title card, I would have been fine with that. I would have left the theater been like the the biggest fucking hard on. Be like, that was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. uh, Ladies and germs, ghouls and boils, best hits, hottest girl, best dick, hottest guy. Mm. Well, I don't know if Dr. Hill could win best dick on this one. Mm. I don't know, man. <laughs> maybe best maybe best wings. Maybe best bat wings. Hey, I'm going with Kathleen Kenmont because, I mean, she is a good-looking lady. I'm going to go with Fabiana Francesca. Mm. Oh, dude. I'm Yeah, Francesca. She's a nice slice of pie. She was delicious. Thigh and them long legs out of uh, out of uh, Dan's sweater. Ooh. I mean, when I when I saw her at Austin Powers later, I'm like, ah. but I mean, my guy pick. I want to pick uh, Doctor Dan Kane. He has. I was gonna say, how could you not- from his chest? Uh, right, his chest tubes down to his ball throw, and I want to lick th- the whole way up. That motherfucker's got a twelve pack, dude. That dude was a jacked as shit. Oh, it, it, it is a twelve pack. It, it, you're it absolutely is. right, and he's gorgeous. They were like, hey, listen, you're going to have three minutes of screen time where you're going to be shirtless. That motherfucker worked out for a year, like non. Yeah, <laughs> he was prepped. Well, wouldn't you too? Fuck yeah! You are asking the wrong yes, person Bobby. on that one, dude. I'm more of like the Jack Black. Like I, I just I'm, take. I'm I just come with the Tony, dude. I'm getting back to it. All right. Yeah, Bobby's are 
Bobby's the, uh, the filter, the Svet guy here. Uh, oh, wow. Hey. For a second. I don't know why. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was TJ using his uh, ventriloquist skills to make it look mm-hmm. like Tyler was doing. <laughs> Holy fuck. Where are we at, gentlemen? Where are we at? That was after score. Did the score set the mood? Absolutely. I think it set the tone on some of the more creepier scenes and then some uh, relieved some of the attention in some of the more comedic scenes. I think it definitely did what uh, it was set out to do. Uh, shout out to Richard Band for being uh, good at his job. <laughs> yeah, absolutely on that one. It certainly set the mood. So 80s. Was the intro music, was that uh... – was that a redone version of Psycho, like in the first one again? I thought the same thing because it's so so similar. Well, because the first one, I know they did it like they didn't even give a shit. They're like, yeah, we're we're doing Psycho, but like a disco version. I, and it kind of seemed like this a little bit in this one, but even the ending credits when they came on, it was that it was similar to Psycho. So I would probably say yes because that's it's right. not far off from it. No, it felt very fitting. It felt like it came or you know. Worked great with the first one, so yeah. So I would say yeah. You work great with us, Johnny D. Ooh, so I try. I try. Best song, Mother Licker. Oh uh, God, is there I, any songs? I, there song? I don't. I honestly was not paying attention to that aspect. I was paying attention to everything else. You know what? Let me look up to see even see if there's a soundtrack to this motherfucker. I don't think. I don't think there is. So favorite character, mine is the uh, crematorium guy. He just doesn't give a fuck, and he does what he's told, and I like it. <laughs> I, oh, Dr. Graves? No, not Graves. The crematorium no, he's talking guy. about the dude. Yeah, oh, he's talking okay. about the random dude who's just like, all right, man, I guess I'll go. Like, That's just <laughs> yeah, any that of us awesome. at our job right yeah, there, dude. Exactly. Like, all right. Yeah, it was just um, a paycheck to him. I guess I'll, uh, I'll give Herbert. Yeah, Herbert for me. I mean, Herbert is literally the – movie in itself like the driving force of the movie so <laughs> but oh man best character i bet she's hot huh i'm thinking <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> no i'm gonna have to say uh she's still warm i mean herbert west is definitely my oh, yeah. but i should say for runner up wise <laughs> I'll choose the uh, the pathology guy because I liked how he thought he was just going nuts with Hill and shit like that. By the time he's all yeah. liquored up to sit there staring at the fucking head, it's great. And, he's, and obviously he's shady as fuck too because when he's like doing his like talking about the ballet, he's like, oh, yep, she cut her feet <laughs> Dude, off. He looks and like the discount him. Richard Gant. Does he not look like the discount Richard Gant? Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot shorter. <laughs> Uh, I was waiting for the Jason goes to hell fucking uh, scene to pop up, but uh, no, it was like I made a stop to Sam's Club and I got that hey, instead. He uh, may not have got a heart, but he got a little head. Ah! Oh, like You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all day. Oh, there it is, guys. So, side note: there is no soundtrack. There's just a score. So, yes. Uh, anybody go. else have uh, any input on favorite character? I was mm. just going to say Dr. West, and then I'm the same too. Uh, the secondary would be the crematorium guy because he just doesn't give a fuck. Yep. <laughs> All right. Was it scary? No, but no, it was no. gory, and it, could, it was definitely cringe-inducing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
The uh, blood splattering alone, the puke coming out of the mouths. Uh, yeah. Pulling on the tendons. Oh, I always cool. love that shit, dude. I, mean, I like that shit, too, but when I watch it and then I look down at my own wrist, I'm like, you know, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine. I'd be like, guys, look what happened to you. You're the Terminator, man. You do eyeball. that shit anyways. When they crush that eyeball thing, when the lieutenant tossed that book. Oh, when he steps on it? Or No, he threw a book on it, didn't he? Or, Did he or, yeah. Or oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I'm sorry. Did that not look like an egg yolk to you? Like where they? Look, it was green. Was it yeah, green? Sure. So it was- in Doctor Seuss land, it, it absolutely looked like an egg yolk. Yeah, it probably was. They just probably died, and I wouldn't doubt that at all. See, that's what I was wondering. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was a sweet. I love me some claymation, dude. Like I know, yeah. or uh, stop motion, I should say. Everything you know, is great uh, on this. Oh, yeah. I love it. And you know what the best part is? Like, so you know the part where um the hand is uh, like the little finger thing is like creeping over the pan. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about where Herbert and Kane are in the foreground? Yes. And, and then he's, like there, and then they have the, the stop motion go over top. Like well, right before here. the stop motion, when it's just creeping over the pan, the, the effects dude who created it, that's literally just his hand doing hand play, and he's wearing a fucking ring. An oh. eyeball ring. Oh no shit! And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. So you got wow. some live acting, you got some fucking stop motion, and that's dope. Fuck yeah, dude, this is a sweet little fun movie for sure. So pieced together beautifully. Does it hold up today, <laughs> boys? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I have nothing to add to that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> we've talked about that. Acting, I think acting from every single person was exactly what it needed to be, and I think it all attributed to the comedic uh, tone of this film. Yeah, nobody was chintzy, nobody backed off. They all gave an outstanding performance for what the movie is and everything, so I would definitely say for this movie, their acting was spot on for this. Couldn't agree more, gentlemen. Yes, absolutely. Gentlemen? No, I'm a Republican, I'm not a gentleman. Uh, cinematography. Anybody want to make any comments? Uh, I like the close-up, fast shots. Um, I love the color in this movie. I will say that. Like, I always thought they do a good thing, and they always, or every time they always uh, have the reagent in the shot. I always feel they give you a nice dark shot just to help it glow that you know, well, just pop that much nicer. And uh, yeah, man. I mean, like, like I like the weird. So uh, let me tell you, the uh, cinematographer also worked on Starship Troopers, Empire Strikes Back, Running Man, and RoboCop. Damn. Shit. The guy's stacked. So he, he <laughs> Fucking <knows>. A is. <laughs> Better watch what I say then. As of recent, Terminator Salvation, Alien Damn. Resurrection, Alien 3, Rogue 2, Top Gun, Temple of Doom, Amityville 3D, Return of the Jedi, Dragon Slayer, Poltergeist. Ooh. Jesus Christ. This guy's diggity. 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 I did like the, like I said, I like the way the, uh, in the beginning, the intro was filmed in Peru. Like that just seemed like it was filmed a little different, especially because when all the army guys busted in and all that other shit, like you had the super like spastic shit going on. But I I think uh, creating atmosphere. I think that they really did a great job in Herbert's uh, lab. I think that whenever they're applying the bandages to certain areas to make kind of make the joints grow and stuff, I think that that's really well shot. 
I think that uh, some of the outside scenes, whenever she's going towards the house, those are also really well done. I really like some of the more uh, POV shots that they have to incorporate some of the attacks. I think that that's really fucking sweet. And then, of course, the panning shots to highlight some of the gore is just, woo, baby! It's above normal. Uh, normally, the cinematographer oh, yeah. is a visual effects guy. Uh, that He clearly had that visual effects in mind whenever he was doing the cinematography on this film, as John said about whenever the re the reagent is in uh, the shot, it is just beautifully lit and it's highlighted amongst everything else. And I think that's because he is a visual effects artist. So he was able to kind of, uh, yeah, he knew what he was doing. I think everyone right. knew what they were doing here. Like I said, this is like a refined version of the first. I, the movie, double feature. I love the overall tone of the movie. Like John said, the colors and everything. I just love the overall tone. It fit it so well. Like if it was yes. lit too dark, it wouldn't work at all, not for this one. Agreed. No, and you have the over um, abundance of like blood splatter and things like that, like just ridiculous amounts and, of anything. And I don't know about, and I don't know about you guys, but you notice that there is a lot of red, and I'm not talking about blood. There was a lot of red and green in this movie. Like, yes. And I, and they always say like. You know, like it, like Wes watch Craven. out, Scuba Steve. Well, they, <laughs> and they said, watch out, like um, Wes Craven said about Freddie's sweater that the two hardest colors to see together are red and green. So I found it interesting that that's what they pretty much used to light the majority of this movie, especially when they were in the basement. Hell yeah, that's why TJ's got red and I got green. <laughs> Sexy, nice. No man, like, dude, I that dude. Like you said, man, that his uh his repertoire is fucking precedes him, I should say. Precedes. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. He is. You mentioned Running Man, dude. Now that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> Watch Running. You know, man. you know what I'm gonna mention the premise. What do you guys think of the premise? The premise uh, I, with yeah. the reanimating of so the female. We get. Yes. It, so you get Herbert West and all his eccentricness, essentially. Uh, but he's a little bit he's motivated a little different this time. Yes, he is. He wants to create life instead of just bring it back from the dead. Yeah. Right. And so, essentially he does in so many forms. Well, he starts comparing oh, himself yes. to God a lot more in this film and he's definitely created like he he understands that he has this power. And like I said, he's so self-aware and he's really become Herbert West at this point that I mean God, it's so cool to see him really amp it up. That's why I'm really. That's why I'm interested to watch the third one to see yeah. how it can bring that up so yeah. so much farther down the road. I think that this series is similar to the Maniac Cops, where the first one's good, the second one's great, and then the third one's. Ah! Third one yeah. could be. Hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah, I gotta watch the third one to even make the comparison because I've never seen it. I, I am curious to exactly how it is. Like I said, I was reading up on it before. And uh, just reading the plot, I'm like, there's definitely some interesting. Beyond shit. Reanimator review to come <laughs> next yeah. year. I'm watching so, that uh, after the show tonight, dudes. Yeah, recycle, rewind, or <laughs> remake. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Oh, day. If they were gonna remake this, everything, everything would be CGI. Majority yeah, so, be trash. It'd be. It just wouldn't be the same unless you brought in Jeffrey Combs again as Herbert West. Yeah, what was they the would do shit. Even in? What was that, Tyler? 
What was the last movie he was in? I think it was I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. That's the last I've seen of him. Yeah, me, dude. It's Yeah, you're pro- you know more about that then than I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Rating yeah, boys, man. rating. <sighs> Timely Tyler? Oh, sorry. I'm going to go a solid three and a half. I loved it. I had fun. I always have fun watching it. Makes me want to watch all of them. I mean, it's a good, great story. It's a great franchise. I was going to. Sex Machine Cosplay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give it. I'll give it a solid three. I do love it, but solid three for me. Big Johnny D. Uh, man, I really wish I knew what, uh, reviewed the first one, but like, uh, kind of everybody said before, this is, it's a good one. Hits the gore, hits the funny. It's not the greatest movie. I feel like it's, but it's above middle of the road. So I'm going to give it a, uh, 3.7. I'm going to give it a 4.75. Hot damn. Slamming the dick down. Holy fist. You just just dick your dick in one like this. Bro, you just put that shit on the table, dude. I like, love this film. I told you I was gonna have a hot take. No, that's fine. I think that this film is fucking awesome, and I love every second of it. And that is a Gore and Moore score of three point seven three out of five. All right. And once again, I feel it's very uh, yeah. I feel that works. Man. React, react to my score, and then we get something that fucking solid out of it. That's why <laughs> Gore and Moore's number one, baby. <laughs> That was gotta bring up everything's <laughs> relative. It is. Uh, Scuba Steve. Okay, he says remake, but with Jim Carrey. Now, uh, Jim Carrey can be psychotic, man. Jim Carrey is Herbert West. Think, think about that for a second. Uh, Jim Carrey plays a better Joe Biden. Oh, <laughs> oh. sniffing up on kids. Oh, um, hey, you went there today. We're not going to talk about him. Jim Carrey as Herbert West. You know what? I'm not going to say. I'm not gonna say no. That would probably I'd like be pretty to read it. I mean, I, Jim I, Carrey, fucking hey, dude. I Tyler Perry is Herbert West. Isn't that what he was in Ninja Turtles? No. Yep. Uh, I I I wouldn't mind seeing Carrie do this. I think it would be interesting. Huh. That's a good point. Now, I don't know if it's because a. You want to know why I think about it? Because I think of his psychotic humor, and then I think mm-hmm. of that movie, The Number Twenty Three. So that was awesome. So now you have to find that medium road where he's the psychotic, dark, but there's that little bit of light with it, like like Herbert West has. He has that very fine line. You know what he wants, but at the same time, he's also like, and we need a Scooby Doo Herbert West crossover. That'd be funny as shit. Now there is a comic book crossover, and I probably mentioned this uh, the one we mentioned when we did the first one, but there is a. Evil Dead reanimator crossover comic that I've been looking for and I really want to get. I don't think I've heard of that. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't know the premise of it. I'm assuming while you're doing that, I'm gonna I'm assuming Herbert week, West like? finds the Necronomicon and which means Reanimator is all tied in with Jason Goes to Hell. And yeah. Uh, uh, no, you're you're making this whole research thing with KMB effects and early nineties films super hard for me. Why? I'm gonna I'm gonna end up connecting every film, and then there's so gonna what? be like a secret re- re- like listen. Somehow you can connect all these films, uh, Johnny, to Cabin in the Woods, 
then Cabin in the Woods <laughs> is the thing that literally encompasses everything else. Oh so that's God. all you'd have to do. Johnny D. Yo. There's more than one comic. There oh, I'm sure. Comic. But I'm talking about the crossover series where it was that's, like it was either Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness with Reanimator. There's, I think, hold on. Yeah, it was a series. It was a mini series they did. There's, let me see how many comics they did. There's quite a few. I thought it was a four part miniseries, but maybe it was four four part miniseries. I think there's more than four. God damn it, Corona. I could have been looking for the shit. And we have Deep Rising next week. Oh, and I, yeah. And I will not be here, unfortunately, but the lovely Scuba Steve will be here in my place. Well, you'll get another uh, 30 minutes late again, right? Yes. You better not be, goddammit. He's on my phone. <laughs> Hey, uh, worst case Ontario, maybe I just show up 30 minutes late to his live show that he's uh, doing October 9th, this Friday. October 9th, He will be live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the very first episode of Somewhat Supernatural. I'll be in the background producing the thing, making it look sound all sorts of nice, trying to make that first episode really hit home. I hope you guys all tune in. It's going to be quite the experience. Shout out to Steve. And everybody else that helped him make this happen. Let's Can't wait it. for it. Yeah. Also, uh, shout out to the Big Bad Beetle Bros over from uh, Project Louder. Uh, they're pumping out content now. Soon to be back. Hitting yo in the face with all yeah. new stuff. I will be joining them tomorrow for an episode. Very special episode of the Big Bad Beetle Bros podcast. So stay tuned for that. And then, of course, we announced the very wicked Halloween. That means Tisa Wicked is going to be doing four episodes for Halloween, randomly placed throughout the month, with the final episode being a very special guest interview. We're trying to lock down one of the uh, cast of Hocus Pocus. Oh, shit. Really? Nice. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's going to be one of Tisa's first interviews on the show that isn't me. So <laughs> it wasn't was me from the very beginning. <laughs> yes. So, guys. I'd say oh, head yeah. on over to projectlouder.net for all things pop culture and much more. Your source for podcasts, good podcasts. Come There's a lot over there, guys. Not going to name them all, but you can I'll check. Say, what are we up to now, boss? 16? 16 podcasts 16. on Project Louder Network. Damn. Come to Project Louder, everybody, please. This is why we stopped listing them off, because it's gotten to the point where it's just like, fuck, man, you can't do it. <laughs> You're going to forget somebody. Every fan who watches every day, every week of every month. Actually, there. we should list them off just to be nice. Yes. But why do we have to be nice? We're always nice. Let's be assholes. So here are some of the podcasts on the Project Louder Podcasting Network. So let's start it off with Box Office Banter, Comics and Kaijus, Louder Sports, Dream Warrior Review, Gore and More. This one, House of a Thousand Discourses, Jerk the Curtain, Rabbit Hole, Rants from the Black Lodge, Somewhat Supernatural, Big Bad Beetle Bros, the TJ Bowser Power Hour, two guys on Friday, Wicked Wednesdays, Wake and Bake. Am I missing anyone? I think we're good. I should have just counted them off as I, I, I lost count. Time. I did I not do count. that. <laughs> I lost count like after 10, and I'm like, there were 16. <laughs> I only got 10 fingers. God damn it. Shoes <laughs> around. Oh, but those all shit. can be found uh, on all of your uh, favorite podcasting platforms itunes spotify and google play or anywhere else you listen to audio only content but that is it for this week this is your host with the motherfucking most mr 88 the man who leaves the lady sore and begging for more tj bowser signing off this is your 
cuddly co-host, Big Johnny D, saying, see you later, Gorehounds. This is your, you can go fuck yourself so I can kill you later, co-host. Javier Monza, see you later. This is your guest host, the T6900 Robofuck, saying, keep it bloody, Gorehounds. <laughs>